Hi, babe. Welcome to the Christy Elizabeth podcast. This is your host, Christy Puebla. I'm your best babe, your go-to gal, confidant, and coach all in one. I'm a certified life coach who's obsessed with helping women get unstuck and step into their higher self. On this podcast, I'll teach you how to up-level your mindset and create emotional freedom so that you can create a life you're so obsessed with. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, my beautiful babes. Welcome back to another week and another episode. I'm so excited to have you here for this special series of Women Empowerment. And this week, I have a special guest. I am interviewing Christina Collins, aka Collins on the Move, who is a full-time reseller and finder of all things shiny and fabulous. So welcome in, Christina. Thank you so much for joining. I'm so excited to have you here, and I cannot wait for you to share your journey to womanpreneurship with our listeners. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I'm, I just can't stop smiling and being giddy. <laughs> I just can't. I love it. And that's totally your personality. So I get it. (laughs) All right. Well, let's like dive right in. And I would love for you to tell the listeners how we met. Oh my gosh. It's awesome. We met through work. We met at the bank. At the bank. Yes. Our banking day. So how many years ago? Okay. So let me see. I've been at my work. Uh, let me see what I've been doing for two years. And then, so let me see, we were there for, I was there for five and a half years and we were together. I think we started that? in 20, 2018, 2015. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so we've been time. friends for eight years. Is eight that years. the math? Oh, yes. how fun. I love it. Uh, I know. I love it. So you guys are going to love Christina after you listen to her. She has such an infectious personality. And even if you didn't want to like her, you have to like her. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Of course. So sweet. I love it. It's so true. All right. So tell us a little bit about you. A little bit about me. I, um, I'm a full-time mom and wife. I, we just had our 30 year anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, my son is going to be 29 this year. Oh my gosh. And, um, he is, uh, he has autism. He is amazing. And our daughter is going to be 27 this 28, sorry, 28 this year. (laughs) And she is amazing. Just have two awesome kids. And we are Floridians. So we are, you know, born and raised here in Florida. I absolutely love, love, love what I do for a living. Just I can't say enough and I can't stop smiling. Anytime anybody asks me what I do, I just, I'm like, how much time do you have? (laughs) Well, good thing is we have some time to hear all about it. Before we go into that, I just want to put it out there that you mentioned that your son has autism. Mm -hmm. And so this episode will actually be released on March 30th, which I think is the last Thursday before April. And so for our listeners, uh, April is all about Autism Awareness Month, correct? Correct. Yes. Perfect. So it's going to be that tr- perfect transition into March, which was all about women empowerment and you and your journey to womanpreneurship and then tying that into Autism Awareness Month, which is April. Perfect. Yes. I yeah. love it. The yes. stars aligned. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I love that. And hopefully we can talk about a little bit about our walk too. 
Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so tell me about the reselling biz. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. I got into this shortly after I left the bank. Unfortunately, or I guess fortunately, unfortunately, like you said, stars align. It wasn't COVID related. I got sick and had what's called vestibular neuritis. I always get that word a little messed up. Um, That's a big word. It is a really big word. (laughs) So um, it messes with your vestibular system. And so I wasn't pause. What is vestibular system? Your balance. So it's your equilibrium in your ears and Uh, in your whole body. And so you're not able to basically function without that. So if you're not able to stand for a long period, for any periods of time, or even get up out of bed. So imagine that you have water in your ears, like swimmer's ear, or even like just even regular water in your ear, right? So you know how it kind of annoys you. So imagine that times a hundred, and then you're not able to get up and you're kind of dizzy, like, or riding a roller coaster, like how you kind of get that dizzy feeling after riding a roller coaster. It's like that times a hundred. And then you get nauseated, all the things like that. Like I had that somehow the doctor described it. Like I had like maybe a virus and it got worse and it became just became worse from there. Um, so I wasn't able to return to work because unfortunately they couldn't count on somebody that couldn't be there. Right. You know, I couldn't walk for a while. I couldn't, um, stand. I had to be helped with even getting to the couch, you know, things like that. So it wasn't, it was looking kind of bleak for a little while. And so I did all the work. I did the physical therapy and, um, was able to kind of get back to myself basically, um, where I can now do all the things, the functioning things that, you know, I used to be able to do basically to a degree. I, you know, felt like I needed to do something because I can't, you know, me, I can't, I can't sit still. I don't (laughs) don't sit still very well. And I needed to do something that um, contributed to the household because, you know, I, I don't, I don't like not contributing to our home. I realized that, you know, being an at-home mom is contributing. It, it's not enough for me. And so, um, you know, we had friends help us get, or a friend of ours, you know, drove us to autism art, which is something that my son, you know, goes to twice a week, which is fantastic. We always have support around us and, um, that was fantastic, but I needed to do something and I'm like, okay, what can I sell? And so I grabbed, you know, a couple of things from the house and I'm like, well, maybe I should try this, you know, and see how it goes. I did it a few years ago and it was okay. It was a hobby. I started making a little bit of money and I'm like, huh, okay. (laughs) Let me try again. Let me keep trying this out. And I was, I kept selling some more stuff around the house and I'm like, huh, okay. And so as I started to get a little better, a little healthier, it became a bit more. I, you know, turned it into a business and I met some fantastic people. I went to a uh, reseller uh, convention last year met some of the most amazing people I have ever met. And I have a YouTube channel. <laughs> Yay! And don't worry, you're going to get to share that at the end. So everybody yeah. can follow you. Yeah. So I mean, in. here I am. Yeah. So it's amazing. I, uh, from all from not being a hundred percent well, you know, but I never thought in a million years I would, Oh, maybe I thought it, I just didn't realize it. You know, like you had taught me prior to when, you know, you started doing your coaching, you know, some of the things that you taught me along the way was, you know, what do you envision? What do you want? Kind of those things kind of planted seeds back then too. And so it kind of, I think it kind of realigned me you know, a bit. I love that. So Christina, for those of you listening, uh, when I first started out coaching, I was doing freebies. I was doing free coaching and Christina was one of my freebies, one of my Mm -hmm. guinea pigs. And I loved it. And 
I am so grateful for you for giving me the opportunity because practice is how you really master your craft, right? So yes, I needed people like you to help me master my craft. So I want to just go back to that moment in time when you were sick. How long did that last? Um, it was it was quite a while. It was a good probably eight months, if not if if a little bit longer. And I still have bouts of it. It still happens. Yeah. Um, where I'm not able to get up. There are days that I'm just down and I've gotten migraines. Migraines have like kind of come from that as well. Severe migraines, you know, it's part of it. And I've joined a couple of Facebook groups and realized that it could be a lot worse. It really could just be so much worse. And I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful. So I do my therapies a few times a week, still at home. I don't have to go out to therapy, which is really good. And I'm just really grateful that I'm kind of one of the luckier ones that don't have to um, be on, you know, disability full time. And I don't have to count on, you know, a lot of other outside supports basically to kind of get me through the day, you know? Yeah. I remember those days, like our communication kind of dropped off a little bit, but you were in that moment where you were really going through some challenging times of life. And I just remember us talking and you really not feeling well and not being able to like be on a call for a long time because you needed to like regain your energy. And it's just so amazing to see you on the other side and see the Christina that I know. Yeah. But also like, this is like a whole new level of Christina and she's freaking amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Welcome. So I want to ask you this. What is one, what was the one thought that carried you through all of that? So when times were really tough and days were like a struggle and Mm -hmm. everything was running together and physically you were in pain, what was like the thoughts running through your brain that kept you really focused and not giving up? My family every day, just the kids. Yep. I got to do it for the kids every day and they're grown, but I just, I can't, I can't stop every day. Yeah. So beautiful. I love (laughs) it. Okay. So why don't we dive into you sharing a little bit more about like reselling? We talked about it. We talked about you love buying, uh, finding, sorry, you're a finder of all things shiny and fabulous. Mm -hmm. So like, tell us what reselling is all about. So it's different for everybody. Honestly, it depends on, you know, if you like something specific. So some people, for example, like to find what they call a niche or a niche. I guess it depends on what you're, how you say it. Um, some people like to find like glassware where they only like, um, to buy that where they, you know, only source for those things. Other people like to find um, clothing where they only go for clothing or vintage clothing. I like a little bit of everything. So I don't corner myself down or niche myself down for certain things. I like everything, but my favorite things to source for be definitely um, shiny things. So I like (laughs) carnival glass, for example. So if you're out and you see like the glassware that's really iridescent, or shiny, that would likely be something I would want. <laughs> okay. Or, or the white glass, um, it's called milk glass. So if it looks like milk, then that would be considered something I would probably like. Um, but I also collect those. So that's, that's kind of like a, a personal piece to me as well. But I also love clothing. I love jewelry, brooches, Oh my gosh. I love brooches, but anything I know, right. Anything and everything in between, really, I stay away from tools because I don't know enough about tools and I don't care to learn about them because they're boring to me. Um, (laughs) I just, Just I'm like, just an opinion, (laughs) just an opinion. They're just not for me, but I do. I love 
going um, to estate sales, to uh, storage units, to places that have really cool finds that you would not have in the wild, you know, that you can't find at a department store. Okay. So what do you do with all this stuff and where do you store it? (laughs) So right now I have a storage unit basically for personal use and this has actually come in handy. So we have that. And uh, what I do with it is when I find something like, let's say it's a little, eh, it needs a little shining, a little cleaning and stuff. So obviously I bring it home and I clean it up. I take pictures of it. I do a little research. And if I don't know what I'm looking at, then I ask for help. I reach out to my peers. Um, and there are a lot of them. And I ask for support. And then I list it. I, you know, put it on eBay um, or Mercari. And then um, I just wait until somebody buys it. And then I wrap it up lovingly, put my little love note in there and ship it off. Okay. And so you've built this little community or actually it feels like it's a big community. I had no idea like this really existed to the extent until we started talking. Yeah. That is amazing that you have this connection with others and you can kind of use them as a resource to really help build your business. So you Mm -hmm. don't have to be a master and know all the things you can lean on your community for that as well. So much so. Oh my gosh, yes. And there's so much to learn. Like, for example, do you know on your phone there's like a thing called Google Image? No. So on your phone, <laughs> yeah, see? Like it's and it's for everybody. It doesn't have to be about reselling, right? It can be something that you want to learn about for yourself. And you're like, oh, where did I find this again? You can Google Image. It's literally a picture on your phone that you can take a picture of, and Google will then show you where to find said item. Oh. So you can find it at Macy's or Hobby Lobby or buy it on eBay, you know, so it'll show you different listings of where to find the glass that you want to replace that you have in your, in your current kitchen, in your kitchen, for example, if you wanted to buy more of these cups, right? And so you can Google image that and you can find it. So interesting. And resellers. Yeah. And so resellers use this often. And then there's lots of other ways that we can ask our friends about, you know, different places to look for um, these items, like these teacups, for example, in our kitchen cabinets say, hey, you know, I want to buy my friend Christy this teacup that I have because she loves it so much. And where can I find it? And so then we would just say, hey, um, you know, Sally, where can I find this teacup? It's not coming up on Google image. And then Sally might have a different way to look for it. So there's, yes, this community is very, very big. Yeah. That's so good to have a community of people who get it, right? You guys have your own language. I'm sure in the coaching world, we have our own language. We make jokes about what we do um, (laughs) in terms of like our husbands. And it's just so funny. But um, yeah, so I'm sure you have that same community and Mm -hmm. it makes it that much more fun, I think. It does. It really does. It's. It's amazing. Yes. So tell me, what is your, like the hottest commodity that you sell or your most favorite thing to sell? Oh my gosh. Um, my most favorite thing would be glass, obviously. Right. Cause I keep saying glass. I love glass. Let me see the most recent thing that I sold, which was crazy is an international cell phone and it's vintage. So I just sold that. It was only listed for about three weeks. And I sold that one and it was something that we had already had in our garage um, storage unit, actually. So it was in there for about a year since last May. I listed it for $350. 
um, had some low ball offers, which means that I had some offers that were not what I was willing to take, especially after just three weeks. And then last night, somebody offered me 300 and I was like, okay, I'm willing to take that. You know, it's only $50 less. Yeah. I paid it and I shipped it off this morning. And actually I'm waiting to ship it off today because it's going UPS. So, and it's yeah. here in, and it's here in Florida. So it's not going to, it doesn't cost very much to ship. So there you I go. love that. Yeah. So it sat, it sat on the site for how long? Three weeks. Three weeks. And that's yep. it. That's it. But I know that sometimes it could sit there for a while, right? Yes. And you've got to be patient. I do. And I actually had, to your point, I had a, do you know what a Squishmallow is? Because you have nieces and nephews. It's those, um, they're stuffed animals. They're stuffed. Wait, I do. Toys. Yes. She literally just brought it over this weekend. I know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they're, they're hot commodities and they're a ton of different styles and brands. Okay. And I have a 14 inch had a 14 inch dinosaur in my inventory, which listings for a year, it sold finally yesterday. So I was like, okay, it's about time that thing sold. (laughs) (laughs) And it sold for asking price, which is good. But you know, I'm like, okay, it's about time that thing needed to get on out of here, you know? Yeah. So you have to be willing to be patient. Oh yeah. Because you don't know when the inventory is going to move. No. And you have to be, you have to remember to keep checking on it too, because it was one of those things that was in my inventory for a period of time that if you don't check your inventory periodically, it can, eBay can sometimes, um, delete that stuff. Not all the time, but sometimes they're, you know, your inventory can kind of disappear on there. So you have to be aware of that too. You have to just pay attention to your business. Good to know. So earlier you mentioned that you love what you do. Yes. And you could talk about it for hours. <laughs> so tell me, this I don't think was in your like deck of cards initially. Like you said, you kind of did some reselling a little before you dabbled in it. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking like you didn't really know that this was going to be your thing. And right. it totally is. So tell me like, why is it that you love what you do? What is it about this reselling biz? Oh, gosh. Um, I love that I can create my own schedule. I love that I am... I have the freedom, basically, I have the freedom, right? So I I can create my own schedule. It's my business. I do not clock in to anybody else. Um, I am my own woman. I am, I'm free to do lunch with whomever I choose. I can take a vacation whenever I want. And I say I a lot. You know, it's all about my business and my good friend, Rachel Strickland says, and it's her coined phrase. So I'm going to tell, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, tell it, it, it's hers, treat your business like your business. And I absolutely love that she has coined that phrase. And I utilize that all the time. So that part is my favorite. And so total uh, freedom to do whatever it is you want to run your business the way you want to run your business, run your life the way you want to run life. You are not on anybody else's terms. 100%. And that has its benefits, right? And then also to, on top of that is to be able to take Bradley to his art two days a week to volunteer with his program as often as needed. I can, you know, support him which he is, um, his endeavors, which has become more in depth. And so, you know, it's, that is a big plus for me. That's a really big plus for me. 
So freedom and flexibility, it sounds like are the two majors. A hundred percent. Yeah, I totally can relate. That was the same for me. I'm like, I want to be able to work wherever I want at any point in time, which is why my husband and I are traveling as much as we want because we literally can work from wherever and still show up and coach my clients and help them get the results they want, like no matter what. And then when I think about like the future version of us um, having kids, like I want that flexibility to be a hands-on parent, to be able to like go to the after-school programs or extracurricular activities, all the things. Yes. Right. So it's very intentional, like why I chose, and it sounds like why you chose as well to be an entrepreneur. But let's be honest, the road to entrepreneurship is not easy. It was challenging. (laughs) (laughs) This is not for the faint hearted. It Mm -mm. takes work and dedication and consistency and showing up when shit sucks. Yes. Right. Yes. It's you're not wrong. And, (laughs) and every, the best part is, so the best part about it is honestly, is that I'm blessed enough to have Damon. So he has a full-time job. He has our benefits. He has us taken care of from that end. Right. Because honestly, I don't make what he makes. So we couldn't survive on mine yet. Right. So, I mean, I'll be, I'll be transparent about that. I don't make what I made at the bank yet. Yet. Keyword yet. The the keyword is yet, because that is my ultimate goal is to go beyond what I made when I worked at the bank last year was all about, um, was all about getting the storage units that was all about getting everything organized was, um, you know, getting all those things. And so obviously like, exactly set in place. And, you know, we had a lot of conversation about what it takes to get your business going. And he and I had a lot of heartfelt conversations because I'm, I was a little sad because I'm like, why aren't I making the bank yet? He's like, honey, we've putting money into your business. You had to get this and you had to get that. And we had to get your laptop. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) So it made sense because all the money I was making, I kept putting back in and it made sense, you know? And so we kept reinvesting and reinvesting and reinvesting. And this year I don't have to go out and source and find because I've got a whole storage unit full of stuff. And now I've got YouTube going to talk about what it is. And I am beyond excited about being able to do all the things that I'm able to do. It's just, it's a blessing. So I think so good. Yeah, it's, it really is. It really is so good. Yes. And I think as being an entrepreneur, part of it is is that like, there's no glass ceiling, right? We get to decide how much income we want to make. And even though we may not be there yet, like Mm -hmm. we get to decide what we want that amount to be. And we get to keep raising the bar if we so choose to. Yeah. And every, every reseller you, well, every, the resellers that I know personally and speak to, um, almost on a weekly basis, I would say daily basis, but that's not right about a weekly basis. You know, they'll tell you, um, you know, honestly, they'll say, look, don't quit your corporate job until you have the funds in the bank to do what you're doing now and to make sure that you have the same coverage you have now. So if you have a 401k, make sure you're making the same amount that you're, you know, to do the same things in your corporate job to match it. You know, if you're wanting to do this full time, match what you do, you know, they're very clear about that. They don't want you to say, okay, then just stop what you're doing and go do it. The people that I know, you know, not the ones that are all over there going, if you want to make millions, 
Mm-mm, no. Right. Because people. I think the thing is, is like, <laughs> yes, I do believe like su- success can come easier. It can come easy. It's it's a mindset, right? And it's how you're showing up and running your business. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also like, it's okay if it takes one year. It's okay if it takes two years or three years to build your business. There is no finish line. It's just the journey, right? And yep. so for those listening, right, it's okay that if you are working your corporate job and building your business on the side, like that's so perfect. And so many people are doing that. I did that for a long time as well. Mm-hmm. And so it's yeah. just like we have to decide like what we want our journeys to look like. And make it unique to us and not compare ourselves to somebody else in their journey, especially somebody who is like five steps ahead of you or five chapters ahead of you. How could you possibly compare yourself to them? Agreed. Right? That's unrealistic. Like you don't know what they know. You haven't been in the business as long as they have. Like there's just certain things that comes with time and doing the wrong things to understand what the wrong, the right things are. And what I mean by that is like just finding what works and what doesn't work for you specifically for your business and your journey. Oh my gosh, you are so right. right? It's an evolution. I mean, absolutely, a hundred percent. Nail on the head. Ring the bell. <laughs> ding, ding, yes, ding. absolutely. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay, good. All right, so we're on the same page about that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I want you to share, and you kind of alluded a little bit earlier, but I want you to really share like, what were some of your struggles as a female entrepreneur or as mom who is, uh, well, you had an illness for a while. You also have a son who has um, autism. So what were some of the struggles that you've gone through as you've been building your business? Oh, that's kind of, I would say kind of easy, but um, the struggles are um, my house is not as neat and clean as it used to be, um, it looks like a reseller house. So I have unfortunately um, not merged, it's all merged. It's all kind of like my living room has a whole wall full of clothing and items that need to be listed. And it's just, it's just is what it is. So if your house is a total mess or there's just lots of things all over, how do you not allow that to drive you crazy? It, so it did in the beginning, so my dining room was like that. And then it, it interfered with us, all of us, Bradley specifically. And so I made a commitment in a timeline and I said, okay, give me some time. I need to process and I need to figure out how to break it down, how to do all this. So I actually put it on Instagram and I held myself accountable. And I said, this is what I'm going to do. And I showed everybody every day what I was working on and it and it was humbling. It held me accountable. And I'm it sure it made... was uncomfortable too. Oh, the feelings were not fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was very uncomfortable for me because I mean, and, uh, but I did it and the dining room got cleaned. And also we had holidays coming up and it worked out and it was great. And the only thing that sits in there is um, once a month we have garage sales. So that's the only time that I'm allowing myself to have like a small pile. So that's the only time that there's a mess that's allowed to be in an area of the dining room. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, otherwise it's like where I take pictures or where Bradley does his art in the dining room. Yep. Got it. Okay. So what are some other struggles? The other struggles are basically, you know, just, you know, in the beginning it was kind of trying to find out, you know, where to get some items at, like, you know, uh, you know, what, what stores to go to? Um, am I spending too much or, you know, did I buy the wrong things? And I did, I lost, you know, I lost some money. I had to learn. Um, Learning opportunity. 
Oh, so many learning opportunities. And then it was breaking items with packing, you know, learning opportunities and (laughs) just lots of learning opportunities. I think, you know, just basically the learning opportunities of, you know, budgeting how to and the hows and the where's of what to get, how long to, you know, in between. And then also, you know, making sure that you get it and take the pictures because sometimes you get excited and then you don't take the pictures on time and then you don't list on time. And then it just becomes this huge pile. And then what happens? You don't, you don't get excited anymore. Yeah. The backstock, but also like, I think there is like a season to sell, right? So if you got something mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, this really is the prime time. And then you're just sat on it. You potentially lost the opportunity to sell it at the price that you wanted or sell it yeah. more immediately. Yeah, exactly. Because like right now we're in, you know, Florida is almost always spring break, but right now we're in spring break (laughs) mode. And so we need to get all the simware and all the Easter stuff and everything summer going right, right now. And so, I mean, it's, it's time. And so I've got like lots of Easter stuff going out. I've got lots of swimwear going out. So everything that I can think of and pull out, I am pulling out as much as I can. And even like, you know, I've got, I don't know if you've heard of whatnot, but even like my whatnot sales, I've got all spring wear all week, every, every week I'm doing spring wear every week. So it's like, that's all that I'm doing. And it's, that's what we got to do, you know? And as an entrepreneur, like it falls on you, right? There's no Mm -hmm. one telling you, Hey, Christina, I need you to block out this time, or this is your deadline. I need you to have it done. You've got to figure out like, how do I run the business? How do I be an involved mom with my son, with your daughter? How do you show up as a wife? How do you show up as a friend? I mean, how do you show up in your community? Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All of these things don't stop just because you're an entrepreneur. It's just another layer to your life. But yes, it's very intentional. We chose it and you get to like decide how to operate all of it all the time. Agreed. (laughs) You're like, (laughs) oh yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And it's, but it's, it's cool because like, you know, all those things are part of who you are. Like they're just, it's just part of it. And so, you know, doing my job has been really cool because, you know, I think nobody really expected me to do it. And then when I started becoming successful, they were surprised. Yeah. And now they're like kind of supportive. You know what I mean? They're like, now they're like, huh, way to go. How about that? And now yeah, and what I and what I love about that is that you are an example of what's possible. So mm-hmm. these people that you're talking about, they doubt themselves, right? They doubt mm-hmm. their dreams and their capabilities, and right. So which only makes it human or natural that they would doubt yours, right? If they doubt theirs, they're definitely going to doubt yours, right? But yes. you didn't have that same mindset. You had a different mm-hmm. mindset. And so now you get to show them by example, what's truly possible. For sure. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. So powerful. Okay. So as you were talking, my brain is like, oh, analyzing and picking up all of these things that you're saying, but it sounds like you actually showed up and did the things messy. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think that anybody gave you a rule book or a manual to follow on, like how to be an expert reseller. It sounds like you just started doing things, figuring out, trying things, seeing that they were opportunities when they didn't quite work out the way you wanted and you just evolved from there. I did. And I did a lot of research on YouTube. I'll be honest, like everybody else, you go to YouTube, you learn how to change a tire on YouTube, you learn how to make coffee on YouTube, you learn how to make anything on YouTube, right? So that's where I went. I went to YouTube and I found some people on there and I was like, 
what? You can make millions? And then I realized that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can. But that's not the right person I want to follow because it was weird. And then I found some real people that were human, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like more like me, I started kind of following them and then they have what's called a live chat and lives. And so I was learning about that and started becoming more involved with that group of people, which then introduced me to another group of people. And then it kind of became, that's how I kind of became more aware of the community that I'm involved in. And that's kind of how I evolved to be a better reseller and how I'm still becoming a better reseller and a better business person, because I'm never going to stop learning. And I want to keep going because gosh, like you said, there's just no ceiling on this. There's just no end to what we can learn on anything. Yeah. And I think that you, since you have that mindset, like it only gets better and better with time. Like when they say like, uh, with wine, like as it ages, it gets better and better. And I think like as entrepreneurs, but also as humans, as we continue to learn, evolve and grow, like it just gets better and better. And like, why wouldn't you want that? Agreed. I totally agree. I mean, my goal is to have my inventory just keep going. I don't want to have like my storage unit full of inventory. I want my inventory just to keep selling. So, you know, if I have a thousand pieces that continuously, you know, keeps flipping, you know, keeps going out, that's awesome. You know, if I only have 300 pieces and they keep selling, I'm okay with that too. I don't need to have, you know, a ton of inventory at all. If it keeps whatever I buy sells, fantastic. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> all right. So we are rounding out to the end of the interview. And so I'm going to ask you this last question. So what advice would you give to your fellow female entrepreneurs and moms? Oh, that's what you're asking me now. Oh, that's a question. <laughs> <laughs> you even asked me to repeat it. <laughs> what advice would I give? Okay. Yeah. What advice would you give? Oh, wow. I like it. My advice is to take your time and to do a little research, see what it is that you really want to do and go for it. Just dive right in because at the end of the day, if you don't, you're going to regret it. Oh. So good. Yes, you'll regret it. Oh, I love that. That was the perfect ending. Okay, this has been amazing, Christina. Thank you so much for joining me. And I know that the listeners are going to gain so much new perspective, especially on reselling, but also being a mom going through an illness and having a son who has autism. And I know that this is going to be such a powerful story for them to listen into. So before we go, I want you to share with all the listeners, how can they connect with you? Thank you. Yes. Um, so I am on Instagram. Uh, Collins on the move, all one word. Um, also on YouTube, also Collins on the move. Uh, you're welcome to um, DM me there. So we have a walk coming up in April for Autism Awareness Month as well. And it is at the Orange County Convention Center. And it is on April 8th. You can go to the Autism Society of Greater Orlando and register. Perfect. So I will make sure to add everything that you just shared on how they can connect with you and learn more about the walk in the show notes. Um, so be sure to check those out below. And Christina, once again, it's been amazing. Thank you so much for joining and sharing your story. And I just love you so much.
I love you too. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Of course. All right. That's it for today. Thank you so much for joining us for the Women Empowerment Series. And I cannot wait to see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. And don't forget to hit follow so you never miss an episode. And be sure to share with all your best babes so together we help more women get unstuck and step into their higher self.